What's up, guys? Hey, Jack. How's it going, man? What's up, alien and resin? Can you guys hear me okay? Making sure. Nothing, man. Just business. Just business. Business. Cool. So, Jack, I am kind of curious about that because I'm not using a mic. I'm using my wireless headphones that have a mic built in, but they're I spent a pretty penny on them, so I just wanted to make sure that like I don't have to have an external mic. Um, if I do sound kind of tinny or tin canny, um, I don't have anything set up tonight, but I can always swap it out. All right. So how is everybody doing tonight? Um, I uh, So I already told you guys that tonight's going to be a little different in the sense that uh, I'm bringing a couple people on. Don't look at my mess over here. <laughs> um, but uh, I, uh, I'm going to bring a couple people on. And we've been, <clears throat> like, like, to give you an idea, um, uh, Jesse, who uh, will be here soon, um, she uh, she was trying to find a therapist, and she was having some issues uh, with uh, with getting somebody set up. Um, I know a lot of people run into this problem where you fill out all the paperwork, and then they're like, "We're not taking new, you know, new uh, uh, new uh, patients." So I was like, "Well, if you if you need to talk to me, I've been through I've been through enough therapy. I'm not." Therapist by any means, but sometimes it just helps to talk to people. What's up, tripod? And uh, so she said, "What well, we do, we should do it online." Um, so that is what this this is going to be. I hope um, we are going to. Um, this is this is kind of a test pilot to see if this is something we want to be more of a regular thing. So um, I'm pretty sure that Chris, Jesse, not if you can hear me. Can you not hear me? Hmm. All right. Well, we're going to bring Chris in first. Hey. Maybe. Chris. Can you see me? Can you hear me, brother? I can hear you. Can you hear me? No. Jesse? Hello. <laughs> um, so let's see if it takes him a second to load in. I'm not exactly sure. I've never actually brought people in before. I know other people do. Um, and let me check one other thing real quick. I was having a problem with my internet the other day and I switched it out to Wi-Fi. So um, we may just need to switch back over to Ethernet and make that the priority. Uh, Let's see, set service orders. Ethernet above Wi-Fi. Okay. How is that? Wait, you can hear them? <laughs> I can't hear the other two people that are in here. That's funny. I can't see or hear them. Unmuted me. Can you hear me I now? Can, Let's I move. can hear you, Jesse. Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> 
Nick's just oblivious in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we're running the show tonight. Yeah, apparently. So, yeah, Resin, can you hear me? Because I can't hear uh, Chris or Jesse. Like, I just am all jacked up. Nice. Huh. And you can see you both, too. <laughs> I love it. Um, Give me a sec. Let me figure something out here. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Chris and Jesse, if you guys, I, I don't know if you can hear me. Um, yep. But if you can, please introduce yourselves while I try to figure this out. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, man. I was going to say ladies <laughs> first. Beat me to it. I did. Yeah. All right. I'll go first. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm from right, Dark I'm Hollow Chase. Woodshop. Um, I've been doing, oh, Nick's gone. That's okay. Yeah, we'll um, been doing Dark Hollow Woodshop for about um, three, just over three years now. And uh, kind of the reason I started, I previously worked for uh, an engineering company and uh, they didn't have flex hours. And um, basically my wife started having all kinds of health issues and we didn't know what was going on, had all kinds of medical appointments that I kept having to time, take time off work for. And um, basically because they didn't have flex hours, they weren't letting me make up, make up the time, um, which is really, really frustrating because it's not like I was definitely willing to, to work up flexible, like make up the time that I was, that was taken off is just trying to be there for my wife. Um, and then uh, it just kept getting more and more frustrating and, with uh, the job and I've been doing jobs on the side, um, just woodworking and stuff for friends. And I eventually got frustrated, kind of went down the, the YouTube uh, rabbit hole and I came across Nick's channel, build that build. And I was inspired by Nick's story to uh, pursue my passion in woodworking and start my, start my business dark hollow and with that i was able to uh have better lifestyle to work around my wife's health needs and it's also been nice because i've been able to be there for my two kids uh when they need me as well so that's going quite well so that's kind of my little story um now to you jesse on to me <laughs> um well i'm jesse i'm a building jesse on instagram and <clears throat> I was thinking about earlier, how do I introduce myself um, in this scenario? And I feel like I would say that I am a um, anxiety, depression sufferer um, with a touch of ADHD and some OCD. <laughs> um, but I started uh, woodworking and kind of using that as an outlet um, back in 2018. I started my Instagram account. Um, and I started just building stuff at home, um, doing kind of like remodeling stuff and building stuff for my animals. Um, that brought me to, um, learning that I actually really enjoyed work, working with wood and, um, later on when I went on to get a CNC and that kind of changed things up a bit. Um, but yeah, over the years, it's been um, kind of one of my outlets for um, having a thing that's mine 
and a thing that is me. Uh, you know, being a mom, I have, well, my, my son just turned seven and my daughter will be nine next month. So, um, it's kind of been like an identity thing for me, but, um, over the past, what, four or five years now, I guess, um, you know, imposter syndrome sets in, um, there's just, you know, and every year brings a little different challenges along the way, but that's kind of my story. Well, touch of the start of my story. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Nick just messaged. Apparently, he's uh, he's got a reboot. Oh, he's rebooting. Can he get back in? I'm not sure. <laughs> this is this is his uh, his wheelhouse. Yeah. So, Chris, are you, um, I know we call this, we're kind of calling this maker therapy, but are you in therapy or have you been in therapy in the past? Uh, I've, I've been in therapy. Um, um, right now, kind of what seems to be working for me is, is finding uh, support um, through people that have the same issues. I just, I wasn't getting wasn't getting what I felt I needed out of therapy. Yeah. Um, my, so my wife uh, was diagnosed with Huntington's disease uh, roughly around the same time I started the business. Shortly after I, I quit my job as, at the engineering firm, uh, we found out she had Huntington's disease. Um, so it's been a, a thing that I've been dealing with and uh, it's nice to talk to some people that are are dealing with the same issues as well as just uh just a vent uh to people as well but yeah the big thing was at one point i literally literally thought i was going insane and was like what what is wrong with me what what am i doing and then i sat down and talked to another another guy whose wife also has huntington's and he started sitting down and explaining to me what what he had gone through mm -hmm. and i'm and i'm sitting there going oh oh thank god i'm not crazy i like it was just it was so nice to have so a little bit of mental reassurance because it's it's uh yeah. stuff sorry yeah no worries so I, how, did you, how did you how did you find this guy did you or did you join a support group or yeah it's uh it was he was, um, was through a family family friend um, that they've also known people in the Huntington's community. So that's kind of had coffee with them. And, and that's kind of how we, we had a good couple hour conversation. And it was it was extremely helpful for my my mental health, because, like I said, I I legitimately thought that I was I was going insane. Um, like I couldn't literally I thought the prop like. I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm not by any stretch of it, but I thought like the majority of the problem lied within me and myself mentally. And to, to hear from somebody else that they're going through the same thing was, was a little bit like, okay, like you're not, you're not as, you're not crazy. That's what, yeah. yeah which yeah. is. Yeah. So, and the problem is like, nobody, can relate to what you're going through, except somebody that's going through the same thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. there's, there's, there's variances, but like 
Huntington's is no joke. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I, but I think that kind of goes back to like a lot of people having that same kind of thought, right? That they don't, they don't realize or they don't think anybody's going through what they are. And so, yeah, you think you're nuts, man. Like, you know, you think that's, that's all there is. And then you talk to somebody else and like once, you know, that's kind of the whole idea, right? Like to talk to other people and maybe they're not going through the exact same thing, but at least they're like, they, you know, you don't have that whole like, I'm going crazy thing because I've had that a lot. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's hard for people to actually reach out and, and say like, I need to talk to somebody else though. That's, I mean, that's a big, a big step to take. So many people just sit, you know, with themselves in their own brains and, and do exactly what you're doing where it's like, I'm going crazy. I'm crazy. I'm the problem. When in reality, there's a community for everybody oh, yeah. on whatever level you're on. Yeah. You're yeah. Well, I talked a lot. I, t- I talked a lot in the beginning about um, how, like I was raised that if you like, if you have these kinds of feelings, like mental health, it makes you, it like means you're weak, you know, and especially, especially men have like the way I was raised, like you just don't talk about that shit. Yeah. So I went through a large portion of my life being angry at the fucking world because I was, I just had all this stuff inside me and I wasn't supposed to tell anybody about it. And uh, I apologize for the hundreds of people that I was a huge prick to because of that. Because I mean, honestly, I, I like at, at that point in time, that was all I knew, uh, which is, I mean, that's why I bring it up so much on the channel. I probably should bring it up more, but um that's why i bring it up because i'm like you know what i mean like legit just did not know just did not know i thought people like i have like i'm diagnosed with anxiety i have a buddy who uh he um like he has a tick so he he does that and that's from anxiety so since i don't have any sort of like visible thing like that i was like i don't have anxiety um and so it was really kind of a trip to find out that him and i kind of have the same thing he just kind of manifests a little different like i i tend to like stuff everything down and i just don't like uh, you know i don't like to be around people because i have anxiety you know that kind of things and i justified it i just don't like people so you really thought that if you if you couldn't see it visibly see it it just wasn't there not so much that as as much as I thought it, it wasn't. I guess it wasn't a mu- as uh, like enough of an issue to make it like considered mental illness or something wrong uh, if it wasn't manifesting itself like that. And it's like, well, mine manifests completely different. You know, it's just that I didn't I didn't know that. Um, and so I had a buddy who obviously and like and honestly he's. Like he probably, his anxiety is probably worse than mine. But um, looking at him, I was like, well, see, he has a problem. I don't have a problem. That was the kind of the mentality I had with that. So, um, but, and then it's like, come to find out we have the same problem. And then talking about it really kind of helped. But, you know, I didn't know. So Nick, talk about um, your past with therapy. Because you've had, I know you've been in therapy, but what, I know you (laughs) did, um, did you do better help? And then... You I said- did do better help. Um, let's see, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, 
I've had probably a half a dozen therapists. Um, and again, I guess it's kind of a, like a, a movie myth. I always thought that like, like you, you'd go in and you'd talk to your therapist and then they'd be like, okay, well, you need to work on this for next time. And not that they don't do that, but they don't have like these real super definitives or they don't tell you in like, like plain English things that, that may or may not be wrong. They, they want you to figure out for yourself. So what I found is that when I go to a therapist initially, talking to them really kind of helps me. But then after a while, I'm just talking and they're just listening. And at that point, to me personally, I'm not saying therapy isn't good. I, I mean, I, I, I do. I still go to therapy. But I, uh, after a while, I feel more like I'm bullshit with somebody and paying them to listen to me. <laughs> um, and like BetterHelp was kind of the same way. Actually, the thing with BetterHelp was, so if you guys don't know, BetterHelp is betterhelp.com. It's an online uh, deal. And I, I still had a nine to five when I was doing BetterHelp. And so I never really got to talk to anybody. I, I, I talked to somebody like the first time, like an online chat type deal. And then every other thing was like, I would fill out like a form basically, you know, like it was tailored to me, but it was like, you know, Hey, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I would send it in. And then since I never had time to talk to my person at the times that they had available, they would like email me back. And it was just like that kind of thing. Wasn't, wasn't really effective, but they, they've, they've gotten better. And like, I could do it now. I could do it during the day before my day job. I didn't have any time. You know, I could only do it at lunch and everybody schedules at lunch. So like a lot of times I didn't have anybody available. Yeah. yeah. I tried to, I tried to get into therapy. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying right before I brought you guys in and then I fell off the planet. Um, yeah. Talk, it's like, talk a little bit about that. Cause that's super frustrating too. It is frustrating. Um, so I, well, I think, I guess Friday I, I decided to take a break from alcohol because I feel like that just doesn't help anything at all. So I'm almost a month sober, um, which I think is good. I just need to take a step back and like not be masking things and kind of just like deal with it. So part of that was like, I, I should find a therapist because I know that there's a lot of stuff in the past, like three, four years that I just haven't dealt with. Um, right. <clears throat> and then, you know, some traumatic things that I, I probably should talk about that I haven't talked about. So um, my, my past with therapy was being in therapy when I was like 12 or 13, something like that for like a, a hot minute, just quick in and out. Didn't really care though. I was young. And then the rest of it was, um, couples counseling with my ex-husband, which looking back now, I feel like if I had done therapy by myself outside of that then being in therapy with him probably would have went a whole lot better. You know what really? I mean? I mean, well, everybody has their own problem. You can't come together and be like, Hey, as a couple, we have these issues, but you're not dealing with your own issues and you're not dealing with your own issues. Okay, so yeah, yeah. how are you supposed yeah. to, you know, come together and fix whatever? I don't know. So, but yeah, no, I, that's I, good did point. Try, I did try to get into therapy. Um, I'm still kind of waiting actually, I guess this time of year just like books up crazy yeah fast. well yeah so you run into um i had the, i had the same problem when i first started and it's kind of the same problem with just like medical uh 
insurance in, in the US in general is that a lot of people have hit their deductible by now. So like their insurance will pay for everything. <laughs> so like, like when my, the year my wife had uh, the twins, um, like my vasectomy was free. <laughs> so I was doing that ASAP because I got two and I don't need any more. But um, I, I mean, you know, so some people, especially if you have like some kind of some ongoing medical things, um, by the time you reach that point in the year, you can, it's, it, you know, it's all covered by insurance. So right. a lot of people like will start therapy then. That's silly. It's not silly. I get it, but it is, it is frustrating. That and the other thing I found too is, which I guess is pretty common now is that therapists are, are changing from being like in taking insurance. And there's a lot of them that just don't even take insurance at all. Like you have to pay out of pocket. Really? Yeah. That's, that's around here. Horrifying. So it's crazy. I'm like, at this point, I don't really like care. It's not about the money. It's about just taking advantage and actually doing this for me. But I can't get into anybody yet. So I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> so Mo says it's hard for him to talk to someone when his depression hits. And I'm kind of the same way. The, the, the problem is, and so I've never been diagnosed with manic depression but i kind of feel like it's I, it's got to be in there somewhere because i will i will be super productive or i can't get off the couch you know like and it and i don't swing fast which is like considered more bipolar it's a, you know manic depression kind of you know you're you're manic for a while then you're depressed for a while you kind of go like that and muds help um but um mo it's hard for me to talk to anybody when i'm like like in a depressed state too. The idea is that, that when you're not to go talk to somebody, because uh, one of the things you want to try to do is you want to try to learn to see your triggers and what, because like, and this happens to a lot of people when they get depressed, like you don't really feel like you're getting depressed and then you're way depressed. Like, but there was a bunch of like little signs along the way that you just didn't pick up on. So the idea is to talk to somebody when you're not depressed and kind of talk about that whole cycle and figure out things that may or may not be triggering you um, into becoming more depressed. So you absolutely don't want to go talk to somebody when you're you know, like when you're, you know, in a hole because, you know, like once you get once you cycle too far down, you're the only one really that can get yourself out. I mean, people can help you, but like it's up to you. Um, so I would suggest doing the, the, the opposite and like talking to somebody when you're not in a depressed state. Chris, do you feel like that too? Going uh, highs and lows, especially with your wife's health stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I also find it hard to talk to someone when, when my depression hits and when I'm, I'm deep in, deep in like a mental crisis and kind of what I've, what I've found helps is I actually have like a few good friends that they'll message me on the regular just to, just to see how I'm, how I'm doing and kind of start the conversation and, yeah. and asking the right questions. Cause then it's easier if they've, for some reason, if they start the conversation, it, it makes it way easier for me to be like, Oh, thank God you messaged. Here's what's going on. And yeah, in my <laughs> life. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'm just like sitting there kind of stewing in my own crap and not, not want to deal with it. Um, that's uh, something that I definitely wrestle with. Yeah, Chris and I have had a couple of those. 
Yeah. Both ways, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, how's it going? How's the family? I'm like, family's great. How's yours? Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely a serial, like, shut down person, too. It's just, yeah. I'm, I think part of that for me too is like, I'm such a yes person and a people pleaser that I'm like, Oh yeah, I can do that for you. I can do that for you. I can be there. I can do this. I can do that. And then I have so much on my plate that I'm just don't do anything. I can't. <laughs> Let me jump in here real quick. Um, I just clicked on the wrong thing. Uh, Amelia is asking trying to figure out what this live is for. So Amelia, this is a little different than like a normal live that I would do. Um, we, uh, the three of us kind of talked and uh, we all kind of have so, some mental health stuff going on. Um, and I try to bring that up occasionally on my channel anyway. And we thought it would be a good idea to do a live where we could talk about it out loud. You could see us and see what we go through. And um, it, maybe it's relatable to you. Maybe you want to share a story. Um, so like, like if you're coming for like a laser engraving, <laughs> not tonight, uh, but I like, I like, Absolutely stay if you want to. I totally understand if this is not your thing. Let's see. Um, and see, so like Jim, it says, I just joined the discussion. This is an important topic. I have trouble this time of year too. So I, here's the weird thing. Let me just unload a little bit here. Um, I have had issues with December. I would say like halfway through November through December for 10, 15 years, maybe. Uh, in the sense that I always like, I have this sense, like I didn't get enough done. Uh, I'm not where I want to be. Um, and the year's almost up and like, it, it, it's not even like, I, I get, I get this way around my, my birthday too. Like I'm obviously another year older and like, I, I haven't done what I want. Now this year has been, different for two reasons. One, um, I hit some pretty important goals in like October, November ish. Um, for me. So I hit, um, uh, I hit a hundred thousand subs, which was something that I didn't think was going to happen this year. Excuse me. And the other thing was I, uh, I, I, I was doing my books and I realized that this is the first year I've made more money being my own boss or being a YouTuber than I did in my day job. So those are two cool things. So I don't know if that kind of helped, but then, so I haven't really been in that kind of like just blast state, but then my mom also died in October. Um, so I wasn't really like, I went to my, my wife's family's house for Thanksgiving. And I was like, you know, mom wouldn't have been there anyway. Like I thought I'd be totally cool. And like, I just, I didn't want to do shit. Um, so it's kind of like, like wide picture, I guess it's a little better right now. Um, but like the mom thing is like mom not being around for the holidays is like kind of hit me just weird. Just. Oh, kind of Yeah. Crazy. We had that last year. That was last year for me. All the holidays were hard. It was, you know, first year without my grandpa being there. And yeah, it's not, I feel like there's so much loss lately with um, not just, you know, family members and sicknesses and illnesses and stuff, but I, this year, especially suicide has been 
a really yeah. prevalent thing and it's it's heartbreaking it's just there's a lot well, of people celebrating without loved ones this year and somebody messaged me on facebook and it's kind of an interesting thing um that he was talking about like he he said he he doesn't do well this time of year either we kind of talked a little bit um but then he kind of brought up like the fact that like we've we've had this whole like covid and social distancing and all the stuff that even though even though we're i i don't know if we see we're back to normal but like a lot of that stuff's gone now but like now you think twice about like eating a piece of birthday cake that somebody else has blown the candles out on you know and stuff like that and so it's like even though we're having more social interaction people still like kind of are a little bit like consider uh, 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 like staying away from each other a little bit more and i thought it was really interesting that he said that because i'm like i kind of do that you know like i like like i i i, I stay a little bit further away from people and stuff like that, you know, like, like uh, Paige's whole family and they're huggers and like, I'm not really a hugger, but like we would do like kind of a, instead of like one of them big old, you know, bear huggy type situations. And I think it's just kind of like a, like a sign of the times. Like it's, it's eventually we'll get over it, but that's where we are right now. Um, Chris, is your wife um, with the Huntington's? Does that affect her immune system? Um, no, not her immune system. It's it's more neurological. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, hit that. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to hit that. Hey, macros. Um, I uh, I do. Um, they're six and they're really annoying, but they're adorable. Yeah. I didn't yeah, mean to click that. They are adorable. <laughs> 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 I love them. Um, and yeah, I just like every time, oh, every time when they get into like their little, they get into these little discussions and these little scenarios um, where they'll be playing or whatever. And it's just like, they're like little, they're just little, more little people every day, you know, like they, uh, um, uh, Octavia has just, she's, she's developing like just this, <laughs> she's developed her mother's attitudes, what she's doing, but. Um, she's just hilarious because she'll say stuff like, what the what? And she'll put her hand on her hip when you're talking to her and stuff like that. And it's totally my wife, but um, it's just hilarious. I'm like, you know, not too long ago, they were like little blobs, you know? I mean, they didn't do a whole lot. Now they're like talking and asking me questions that I can't fucking answer. <laughs> oh my goodness. Freeziness. And then Chris, your daughter is... Four. We just talked about this, and I can't remember shit. We just, yeah, we yeah, she's four? she's four, and then my, she's my almost five, two. right? Uh, she'll be five in September. She just turned four, like in this past September. So I'm I'm just way off on our ages. Then I really thought your kid. I, th I thought your daughter was real close to my kid's age. I mean, you know, two and a half years, but yeah. Well, she's she's crazy for a four year old, I guess. The other the other day, I was I didn't know whether or not to be mad or not, but she got mad at her brother. And she did a flying drop kick and sent him flying. And I was like, I was like, I, I know I need to be up, like upset with you, but how did you physically do a flying <laughs> drop kick? Oh <laughs> like, where did you see this? Yeah, I, I've had a few of those where you're like, do I high five him or put him in timeout? Like, I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure exactly what to do there. Yeah. I would I say my kids learn it on YouTube because they're always watching YouTube. 
just funny because I was like, I have, I have a talk. I have to be on a talk tonight. And my son's like, what talk? Where? And I'm like, well, it's on YouTube. He's like, no, what? My child now thinks I'm famous. Nice. <laughs> I think YouTube's where my kids learn a bunch of like, just these little slang terms. I'm like, where did that come from? I'm like, they come from school? But yeah, they, uh, so they got their tablets and I got them pretty locked down, but they can still get onto YouTube kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's some stuff in there that I, I mean it's not like horrible for children but i'm just like whoa <laughs> whoa you have to um, okay. like you have to go up to him and say um this is a little sus oh i got sus the other day i, I was like can you tell me what sus means and then like they can't suspicious no, I know what sus means. No, no, no. It's, it's, Octavia was like, I, that's a little sus. Or, I think that's sus, Dad. I'm like, what's sus mean? Yeah. And I'm like, you just said that, didn't you? Mm-hmm. It happens. Um, yep. Yep, a little boogers. All right. Let's see, Brad says, uh, hello to all of us. Um, holiday uh, Holidays are a struggle for me sometimes as well. I do my best to try and enjoy it with my wife. Uh, we don't usually go very far from the house on holidays. I uh, I kind of agree <laughs> to a certain degree. Um, I mean, I like going and seeing uh, my wife's family. Like, they have a cool relationship, but my family's relationship is always been kind of a little fucked up. Um, and, and there's less of us now. So it's like, kind of really just rather have it over here, which we probably will. You know, like my brother's just right down the street. Um, but I like to like keep my, my holidays like as stress-free as I can, as in, I don't want to add extra stress to the buttload of stress that I already have. Like Ozzy's asked for a elf on the shelf and I'm like, that is just something I don't want to have to fucking deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> when you're laying in bed at 1130 at night and you're like, shit. Yes. So um, and the sad thing is he asked me point blank in the car and I'm like, <laughs> it's like, can we get an elf on the shelf? I'm like driving in my, my, my I'm just screaming in my head. No, no. Come up with an excuse. Come up with an excuse. And I'm like, sure, buddy. <laughs> I hate me sometimes. You messed up. You did <laughs> mess up. Uh, yeah. I, uh, no, I, I honestly, like if you want to help on the shelf, we didn't have anything like that when we were kids. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to get all like. Like you see the crazy people that post all the Pinterest things and whatnot and all the different stuff they do. And I'm like, I think the elf is going to move from there to there. And that's going to be it. The fact that it's like 50 bucks for an elf on the shelf. It's 50 bucks. That's, 50 that's 30. Bucks. And if you want Snoop on the stoop, it's like 75. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what made me so mad. Okay. All right. Hold on. I have to see if I can find this real quick. Um, but Snoop on a stoop, I was like, if I'm like, if if they're getting elf on a st- shelf, I'm getting Snoop on a stoop, and I'm like, how is that more expensive? It because it's Snoop Dogg. Next I'm not going to be able. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go searching for this right now. So we were looking up the price of uh, of elf on a shelf, right? And we were, I was on Amazon, and I was just on my phone, and we we're, we're we're sitting on the couch watching TV and stuff. I'm flipping through, and I'm like, you know, they're like. 30-ish whatever box flipping through and then i'm like this one's only five so i i, I showed to my wife and i'm like i'm like why don't we just get him this one and uh she's like yeah right and i'm like what and she goes look at it and it's uh 
it's it's like an offensive elf on a shelf, and apparently it's sitting there holding its wiener. <laughs> and I was just like, I, it's just like I didn't look at the wording or anything. I looked at the price. Like, it's only five dollars. See, hey man, if see if the wife was around, there'd be a lot more shit like that. Like there'd be two <laughs> masturbating mouths on the shelf here right now. They're like, yeah, ten bucks. As your t-shirt says, offensive. <laughs> yeah. I'm a- yeah. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. Oh, man. Sorry, I'm reading. uh, Yeah, jump on in. This time of year is definitely, it's uh, it's hitting harder this year, and it just seems like there's there's a lot of financial stress this year. Um, We just had a lot of, like, unexpected shit we had to pay for, like appliances breaking down, car breaking down like all the stuff you got to pay for and like last year we went crazy for the kids and got them like some pretty good gifts and this year kind of got to do it on a budget and i feel like i'm a bad i feel like a bad dad because i'm like budgeting my kids christmas gifts there's just it just makes gift buying stressful i like it when it's just like stress-free you're carefree i don't know if that makes makes sense but i like uh, well, yeah, it's, I kind of feel that, um, like we didn't have necessarily like, like the financial strain, but my mom used to spoil the shit out of the kids. So we used to always leave it up to her, you know, we'd get him like two or three solid gifts and let mom just buy a bunch of shit. Um, excuse me. And, um, so I'm like, I, like, I, I don't want to overbuy because I don't want to give them that expectation. But at the same point in time, I don't want to be like, well, why'd we only get three gifts when we normally get this many? Um, so yeah, that's, that's been stressing me out a little bit too. And then, you know, it, the, the thing is, I, I mean, I think you always run into this with, with siblings, but I think it's just a little bit, it's got a little bit more of an edge to it when, um, when, when they're twins is that they expect to get equal stuff yeah. all the time. Um, like we had to buy Octavia a new lunchbox because she spilled milk on her old one and we could not get the smell out. Um, she spilled milk in there and like didn't tell us for like a week. And then like all of a sudden we're like, what is that smell? Um, we watched it about, we watched it like two or three times, couldn't get it out. So we bought her a new one. And he's, and so Ozzy's like, where's mine? And I'm like, well, you didn't spill milk in yours. And he's like, I spilled milk in mine the other day. And I'm like, okay, first of all, don't go spilling milk in there just trying to get a new lunchbox, but it's hard. Cause it's like, you know, I mean, and, and kids, it's always hard, man, especially well, you've got to, your, your two-year-old's probably not there yet, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a constant competition. I remember, you know, with my brothers. Yeah. I don't think, um, I, I know that a lot of people stress over like, Oh, um, biggest and best. And how they have to get this and that. And like, I, I think I'm try- starting to get to the point because, you know, this time of year sucks for me. I have a birthday uh, December 15 and January 15, so Christmas is right in the middle. Oh, I'll eternally be broke this time of year. But um, <laughs> but it was funny because we had my son's birthday party a couple weekends ago, and my ex-husband and I were sitting there talking about Christmas and stuff, and he's like, what are you getting for the kids? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, I'm like, what are you getting? He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, you know, there could be worse problems than like your kids having everything they need because yeah. they really yeah. do. 
And it's not about oh, yeah. stuff. It's about the experience. And I, I feel like I'm learning that more and more is like, they don't need the biggest, best of everything all the time. No. I used to feel like that, but it, it's, you know, being able to see family and friends and, and, you know, having stuff to open. So yeah. this year it's kind of a lot of little stuff in my house, honestly. Nice. That's a good point. I'm trying to figure something out. And four and two, Chris. The what? Sorry, I, said, I missed that. I said they're four and two. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even. Yeah, I don't. It's <laughs> it's my own. expectations low. It's just one of the one of those things I get caught I get caught up get caught up in and just yeah you wanna it is you get all in your head yeah. about it yeah yeah mm-hmm. but yeah it's uh but yeah it's definitely I'm definitely like like I can yeah just making a mountain out of a out of a molehill type deal but, by the uh, way Elf on a Shelf is on sale at Michael's nice. <laughs> I don't have headphones on. My kids might hear that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm taxing my wife right now. Uh, <laughs> is it on the shelf? Do we care? Oh, shit. Are you okay. actually texting your wife right now? I am, actually. Absolutely. <laughs> so my, I'm a little bit more fast and loose with the money in this household my wife is very much like is there's a fucking deal we're taking it like we like she likes coupons and, and the sales and the deal i do too but it's not going to stop me from buying something all right um let's see i'm i'm, I'm sorry i'm i'm distracted because i'm still reading through uh, chat here uh let me know Oh, I guess we can see them too, can't we? I have no idea. We can go to comments on the side. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. If you don't have that open, you can. Uh... I was on private chat, so I couldn't even see it. Right. Oh, yeah. So private chat's just for us. So, uh, like, that's just if you, uh, the three of us, need to talk. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't even say anything because I just, I always have it open. I didn't think about it. <clears throat> trying to figure out. Okay, do anything. Nice. Do your guys' guys' families live close to you, though? I know your brother, you said Nick lives just down the street. So, honestly, um, I mean, aside from an extended family that I haven't seen in a decade, um, the only person I have, like, the the only person I I have left is uh, is my brother. He actually lives in my mother's house. Like, he came back to stay with her when she was like, when she was Aww. having issues um, and he moved back here and then he got a, he, he was, he didn't have a job at the time and then he got a, a job where he can work from home. So it just made sense for him to stay there. And then, I mean, she passed away. And so he's still living in the house right now. Nice. So there's uh, like, so the wife's family lives in Missouri. So that's, that's who we drive up to see. But what about you? What about you? Oh, all right, Chris. Well, my uh, my parents live directly across the road from me. Did it? Yeah. Wow. So it makes it makes it easy for for Christmas and stuff. It's just it's more convenient because I help my I help my dad on the on the farm a fair bit. Um, 
but then the wife's the wife's family is only an hour away but that'll be a very uh that'll be a very like limited christmas like not as big as it usually is yeah. um just because uh yeah my my mother-in-law and my one sister-in-law are, are no longer on speaking terms which just makes things kind of weird this time of year i think when one family is not getting along and yeah they don't get along um they're uh well it's a it depends how in-depth want to get here but uh <laughs> <laughs> but basically basically there is uh there there was a a huge fight between the two of them and uh and in regards to uh, money, because my mother-in-law lent my sister-in-law a substantial amount of money under a contract, and my mother-in-law wants to be paid back, and my sister-in-law told her to, to uh, um, yeah, basically for fuck off. And uh, now there's a there's a pending lawsuit. So that's that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's 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 kind of like the the cliff notes. There's there's a whole lot of <laughs> well, shit that happened in fun. there, but but yeah, it just makes for a very uh, awkward dinner conversation. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, yeah. so I'm I I think I had you guys. I did you guys separate down here for the tickers. Um, but I think I'm going to put them together. I, I think I'm going to just make one ticker for both. So it's not weird to, uh, uh, well, to answer, to answer the question. I do have a YouTube channel with exactly one short video on it. Um, see, I wasn't even going to work go on that. What? <laughs> I wasn't even going to go there. <laughs> I, need I was just like, I, I know you guys both have presences on, um, Instagram, so I was going to do that. Now I can't get to see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I, just having yeah. issues today. My main, my main focus right now is Instagram. Hoping to get back into doing YouTube videos, but right now uh, seems to be too much for me mentally to film a bunch of content for YouTube, and it seems I can much easier make reels and uh, and pictures for Instagram. So that's kind of where where I'm at right now. So just primarily on Instagram. All right. I have that. Okay. Uh, I have that imposter syndrome. So I feel like making a YouTube video and just reading comments might break me at times. I, you know what I get, you get over it. <laughs> <laughs> you just do. Okay. So I can't put any more space. Let's this is irritating me now. Um, I keep putting spaces in between your two deals, so it will do it, and it's like trying to be nice and like save the negative space. So let's try that. There we go. There you go. Nice. Both of their uh, uh, contact or Instagrams are in the in the uh, description of the video too. Uh, anyway, so let's. So you said imposter syndrome. Let's talk about imposter syndrome a little bit. Um, because I mean, as makers, let me get now my camera. I can't see my comments. Um, I um, I think I think if you don't have imposter syndrome, you're you're not pushing your limits. 
And I think the people that make you feel like you have imposter syndrome are the people that do one thing all the time. Um, so that's when like you get like, so you, you build, you, you build a set of cabinets and somebody as a cabinet maker comes on and they're like, you didn't do that right. Like you should have done this. And it's like, but they're not commenting on your other video over here where you built uh, uh, like a kitchen island or anything. Why? Because if you ask them to build a kitchen island, well, a cabinet maker is probably a bad example, but you know what I mean? Like if you ask them to build something outside of their area of expertise, they probably have no idea what they're doing. So when you, when you classify yourself as a maker and not a cabinet maker or a roofer or whatever, and I'm not saying to those people, like if you're good at your trade, do your trade. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all, but when you classify yourself as a maker, you take risks in order to make a variety of things, right? And you're, and obviously you're not always going to have all the information up front and we all make mistakes. It was funny. My, I was this couldn't have, <laughs> I couldn't have had this conversation with my kid at a better time. We were driving to karate tonight and <clears throat> he says to his sister, cause so Ozzy knows everything. He's six and a half. He does not need me anymore. Um, so he told her as he's like, if they're building a house, there's some construction going on over here. He's like, if they're building a house and they make a mistake, they have to tear the entire house down. And I was like, let me tell you something, buddy. <laughs> if, if they had to tear a structure down every time somebody made a mistake, nothing would ever get built. Mistakes are part of the process. And you know what? If you've, if, if you've made a, a shaker cabinet door your entire life and now you've kind of figured it out and you don't make mistakes anymore, more power to you. But what happened the first time or the second time you did that? Because you know what? If you're watching a video of mine, most of the time, it's not something I've done over and over and over. It's right. something I've done once or twice. So if I make a mistake on that and you're telling me that as a master cabinet maker, I'm sorry for the cabinet makers out there. Like I'm not really <laughs> I just, it just came up. Uh, I had somebody like get all on me about making a drawer wrong. Um, so fuck them all. Just um, but you know what I mean? I'm like, well, how many times did you make a mistake before you get your process right? Because you're talking to me and I've only done this twice. And honestly, the second version I think was pretty good. So if there's one or two mistakes in there, if it's not going to be, you know, if it's not going to kill somebody or, you know, like if it's not, gonna, if it's not some horrible mistake that's going to injure people or whatever, then get over it. Yeah, I had a, I had a guy that's been woodworking for 40 years, helped me build a, a set of wood, wood timber stairs. And as mm -hmm. we're, as we're doing it, he, the best piece of advice he gave me, he goes, I've been, been doing this for, for 40 years, Chris. And he goes, you know what, you know what my secret to being an expert woodworker is? I was like, I, I don't know, man. He's like, if I fuck up, I hide it. It's like, all right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, uh, I remember listening to an, like a, uh, an episode of the, uh, the making it podcast where, uh, Jimmy Dresser was talking. He's like, if you think about it, when you build a house, the stages that you go through, the next stage covers the last one's mistakes. Mm -hmm. So like framers come in and they frame the house. Well, I guess, you know, you put the foundation down, right? And then framers come in and frame the house and it's not level. So they shim the frame to make it level. 
And then the drywallers come in and the walls aren't straight. So they do whatever they need to do that. And then, you know, when you paint and trim and all the stuff, all the stuff covers up the last guy's things. Um, and I was like, that's so right. Like it's, it makes so much more sense. Well, I mean, the thing is like, we, if you set out to build anything or something, and you didn't know any better. You don't realize that like, if you're going to put a trim piece on something, those two pieces don't have to match perfectly because the trim is going to cover, you know, and which is probably why trim exists. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, it's like, you really don't think about it. You think everybody, you know, like my kid thinking that like everybody knows exactly what they're doing and if they build anything they they never make a mistake. And I'm like, everybody makes mistakes, man. Everybody does make mistakes. I, I, um, that was one thing I had to learn to stop doing is when I, when I first started making things for people, I'd be like, you know, you're so close to your project that you, <clears throat> you see everything that's wrong with it. But yep the first couple of things that I actually made for other people, I would like point it out to them. <laughs> and I was told like, stop doing that. Why are what you I've, what I do. Notice that. Right. And what I do now is I just, I take something that I, that, that, that I fucked up in and I, 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 I show it to my wife and I'm like, does this look okay to you? And she's like, yeah, it looks fine. I'm like, do you see any issue with it? No. And I'm like, okay. And then I just go back on the garage and can continue to work on it. Cause I'm like, if she's not seeing it right. uh, and she knows, you know, like she's going to point shit out. So if she's not seeing it, then it's, it's something that I, I am the only one that sees. Right. It's true. Humble makers. You're super welcome. Welcome. Um, we kind of want to make this like a regular thing. I don't know how often, um, if if this does well, we might kind of spin it off into it, its own thing. Um, so yeah, absolutely. All right. See, let's see. BB says I sort of have imposter syndrome sometimes, but it seems to be a lot more common than you think. Adam Savage did a video about having it. That's interesting. I didn't know that Adam Savage did a video about having it, but. Um, I mean, that speaks volumes right there. That guy is like the, like, you know, the maker prime or whatever, you know I mean? Like the guy does everything. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, I, I think if you're, <clears throat> see, I think if you're having, I think I said it earlier, but I think if you're having imposter syndrome, you're just kind of pushing your limits. Right. Yeah. Um, and so you're not just, you're just not making cutting board after cutting board. If you're a cutting board guy, you're trying to figure out different ways to make cutting boards or, um, you know, just you're doing like different techniques using different, different materials and things like that. And I think that's good. I, like I said, you know, I, I, I didn't realize how uh, therapeutic working with my hands was until I did it because I have always had like a desk job. I've always worked, you know, I've, I, I like I, anything that I've done in the shop has always been on the weekends or uh, pretty much on the weekends or in the evenings or whatever, like remodeling houses and stuff like that. I would do that if I had some time off and things like that. And I didn't realize at the time because that was like I had a thing that I had to do, but it's just like making stuff. It's therapeutic, man. So I, I feel like, you know, if I have to have imposter syndrome a little bit because because I like making stuff. I'm gonna have imposter syndrome, man. It's I'll be all right. 
Yeah. I think I've branched out a lot more this year than I have. Um, I think, I think going to WorkbenchCon was like the biggest, like, I don't know, confidence boost or what to say about it. But I, I, I feel like I approach makers differently. I approach brands differently now. Um, it's good. Just kind of like seeing, you know, that, that people are receptive of, you know, being friendly and helping and wanting to see when and there's always going to be that asshole, right? That's going to comment right. stupid things on uh, your videos. It could be a real, it could be your YouTube. It doesn't really matter, but yeah. But yeah, I think I've definitely gained a lot of confidence in the last year. It always bothers me because I guarantee you nobody would say this to my face. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it, the shit you guys say on the internet is ridiculous and uh, i just i don't know like uh, i just i i I have to ignore that i'm gonna start i think i'm gonna start like kind of a little sub series i might do it as shorts or whatever but i'm gonna pull a comment and just kind of tell them off and then block them and then block them you don't need them um i had a guy say um to me that he's like if you stop painting your fingernails I'll sub your channel. And I was like, you think that you're important enough to me (laughs) that I need that sub. You know, I'm like, I don't know who you are. I'm like, and honestly, if you don't like the fact that I paint my fingernails, I don't want you here anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a story behind the This is going to make people really angry. With Christmas? Yeah, those are little Christmas ones, yeah. Those are cute. Little Santa suits. I like them. Little things. It's Nick, nice. is there a story behind the black nail polish? I've never have you not heard the have you not heard the story? <laughs> I've never so, heard I don't think I've heard the story. So it's it's kind of a couple of uh couple of tiers long, so I'll try to make it short. Um I just have always been like comfortable in my sexuality. Like I never really thought it was a big deal. Um so if we go on vacation or whatever, I paint my nails and shit like that. Um and then once I had a daughter, she likes to go get uh, manicures and pedicures, and she wanted me to go with her, and she likes to pick my polish. Um, so, nice. well, like she's she's been fairly kind most of the time. Usually, it's like a gray or like a darker color, but I have been hot pink before. <laughs> um, I girl. But the thing is, like, I started getting. I get negative comments on my nails. Like I, I like I can't watch your video because of your nails. And at, I, I realized I'm like, oh my god, this is like a human litmus test for people that I don't want to be around and people that I do want to. Like if you're so close-minded that the fact that I paint my fingernails, you don't know who I am even, bothers you so much you can't watch a video I make. You are too close-minded to understand what I am laying down. Yeah. And ever since then, I'm like, you know what? And and, and then the fact that, like, people come in hot on the nails. And I'm like, you know what? I really don't – I really never painted my nails very very often. But uh, but the more heat I get, the more I paint, <laughs> the more they're black. So uh, that is where this comes from. Uh, that's i mean that's kind of the whole thing i mean it was, it was always just never like i never really thought anything about it 
until other people had to make a big deal about it. Well, I think it suits you. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's also good on you for letting your, I mean, going with your daughter to, and letting her pick your colors and stuff. Like it's part of, part of being a dad. You're there to have fun and experiences with your kids, right? Like I let, I let my daughter paint my nails and I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't know why people have to pick, pick that apart. Like there's nothing wrong with being a dad and being there for your, for your kids. I always look at it this way. I, so a lot of a lot of any like any mental issues I've ever had manifest in anger. I used to be a really angry dude. Um, so, and, and I don't know if I would necessarily comment on somebody's fucking posts on the internet because that's just weird. But, um, but I know that it would drive me nuts in my head, and I feel like the internet's kind of giving me a way to like put that out there and I'm just like dude you're so angry like like uh, if, if 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 my if if painted fingernails on a dude on the internet that you don't know makes you angry you have anger issues you just you 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 need therapy you need <laughs> well exactly nice um and I'm like, but the but the thing is, like, I used to try to approach it that way and be like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry. Um, like, I feel like you're like, I feel like you're pretty angry, and like, you know." Um, and I would get hit or miss on that. I would get some people that would be like, "Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I I I, I didn't mean to sound like that." And I'd get other people that like double down on it. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, fight me, faggot." And I'm like, Jeez. with fucking pleasure, first of all. Uh, but yeah, dude, I'm like, why? I'm like, uh, you know, I like, I will absolutely fight you, but I don't want to, I, I, I try not to do that anymore. Um, but yeah, I just, um, I was like, if that, if, if something like that bothers you so much, I, I don't, I don't want you on the channel, man, because I like you're, you're all you're doing is bringing negative in here and yeah. I, I, I don't want it. So. I like it. Does your uh, does your son like to paint nails um, at all or no? Um, so we all got our nails painted before we went uh, 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 for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, so uh, well, we all got our toenails. So it, like he's had his it, he's had his fingernails and his toenails painted. Um, I think it's the first time he's actually gone to a salon and had yeah. it done like a like a nail place. Like Paige will paint his nails. And the funny thing is, my daughter loves to get her nails painted. She will pick that shit off in like two days. Like she'll get her nails painted, and like two days later, like she just has like a like a pinky done. And I'm like, what happened? And I think she just picks at it. You're like, why did um, I pay for that? I know, right? We do it at home. It because... we, do, we do our nails at home. Well, clearly, I don't do a whole lot with my hands, but <laughs> um, <laughs> when my daughter wants her finger fingers painted my son's right in there doing it too and i just i don't know it is it's silly that people can like pick out something like so new yeah. as that and be and have that be an issue yeah oh i get it I, like i get it all the time i and and the thing is i mean i am a little bit more i, I mean not just the nails but i am a little bit more in your face in my videos and whatnot some people like take offense to that and you know what Take offense. Have fun. Take offense. Bye -bye. <laughs> yeah.
take this. Yes, take it. Take this. Teresa, um, I've made this shirt. I'm like, oh yeah. Well, in case I like, I I don't want to put a disclaimer in the video, but you know, if you're curious, I can be offensive. <laughs> shooting guns. So keep America to you says uh, his shooting guns are his therapy. <laughs> I, uh, man, I went over with my, so there, there, there's a, uh, there's a, a shooting range here. Well, I'm in Texas. So there's a lot of them, but there's one where you can just go rent guns and I'm not a big gun guy. Um, I just, okay. So we went over there and like we rented a couple of guns and we went shot at the range and stuff like that. And I'm sorry, but it's cool. Um, I just like, I just like, I think like it, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of, they relieve stress. It's kind of crazy. It's like the power that you have in your hand. Chris is nodding. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it is. And uh, I like, I, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that I, <clears throat> I don't own a weapon or two, but I like, I don't have like a, a arsenal of weapons or anything like that. But uh, like going to, yeah, going, going to the range of shooting was kind of like, it is kind of therapeutic. It's just like, it, it is adrenaline. And it's like the, the, like, you know, I guess people, if you've never shot like a firearm, like the, the amount of power that comes out of the thing is kind of like a trip. And it's like, and, and if you know what you're doing, I guess I should say you like, you're controlling that, right? Like you're shooting it down the range and uh, it's pretty cool. So yeah. Keep America. Love it. Let's see. Tackle box says all it takes is one person to recognize a cool thing you made to start that fire. Absolutely. The thing that sucks it, being in social media, I will say, or dealing with social media is that I have, and I think the maker community in general, I get way more positive comments than I do negative. I, I would, I would venture to say like, 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 90 10 maybe 95 5 but man if somebody rubs me the wrong way and it's and i'm having a bad fucking day i forget everybody else that said that shit was cool and i just dwell on it and that sucks and i just i i do not know how to fix that because it's 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 my state of mind a lot of time right um I, people say shit all the time and I just let it roll off my back. It's no big deal. But like you get me in like, like just, you know, a little bit of like an emotional moment or something like that. And you say something sucks and I'm like, you know, and I'm like, I don't know how to get around that. So, I mean, I, I like, I, I, I absolutely appreciate this comment. Like I do. I like anytime anybody says that's cool. I like, I like keep saying that shit. Um, <clears throat> I had, uh, I had an actual like friend. Most time when somebody posts something negative, it's somebody I don't know, so I don't really stew on it. But I had a friend the other day that commented something on one of my posts, and I honestly didn't get it. But he messaged me the next day, and he was like, "I'm sorry, I was having a bad day yesterday," and I was like, "I didn't actually understand it." Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was I like, call me, call me. I don't really know you were slamming me. I had I had no idea. <laughs> Thank you for your apology. I'm not mad. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I'm had any experience with like negative 
negative comments, uh, just messaging people that are having a bad day and then they, and then it seems to be the wrong time. Then they go off on you. Like I, there was, there was one maker that I, I messaged just, uh, Hey, how's it going, man? And I had accidentally messaged him the day before and asked him how it was going. And I didn't even realize because the conversation was deleted, but he lost it on me. He was like, are you seriously going to fucking message me every day and ask me how I'm doing? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, I will not ever message you again. You problem solved. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. It was like, normally people just say good. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just to say, okay, move on. Yeah. So my, my kid, so so Ozzy's gotten this habit. I'm like, how's it going, bud? Or let's see, uh, what's up, bud? And he's like, good. And I'm like, that's not an answer to that question. <laughs> and I feel like that's the same thing. Oh, look, you know, it's it's a whole thing where, uh, wasn't there a Seinfeld episode on that? Where it's like, you're, you're not actually supposed to answer. You're supposed to be like, yeah, I'm good. Like, yeah. how are you doing? Good. And move on. You're not supposed to like get into yeah. it. Yeah. It's a common courtesy. Yeah. Like, how's the weather? Yeah. Can't you just say you're fine like everybody else? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> if I say I'm fine, that means I'm absolutely not fine. But... I know. I know. Do you know uh, what that stands for? Uh, fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional? Or are you not an Aerosmith fan? No, that's exactly what it is. All right. Just a second. Um, let's see. Resin says he finally found his re- or his found resin found it resin to be his zen place um and uh all he wants to do in me is shop uh but i also doubt my skills of what i've learned i i feel like if you're not doubting your skills you're not you're, you're not continuing to learn you know what i mean like i like nobody knows everything right except ozzy ozzy knows everything um but everybody else you know, it's still learning. Ozzy's six and a half. We're all getting up there in, you know, our years and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I think you're always, you're, you're always learning. And you're always, it's like, you always doubt your skills, right? Like I, uh, like I, well, I, like I do, I do some electrical. I don't do a ton of electrical, but I doubt that shit every time. I will double and check and triple check that every time. Um, I have a I, like, and my brother is an electrical engineer, and like I'll call him sometimes and be like, "Hey, it's, it's like, did I wire this light right?" Um, I think, yeah, I think if you're not doubting that shit, you're just you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Take it easy, Jack. And Dad Cave says this, and this is absolutely true. And I, I, I like it's this is scalable, by the way. Um, I've discovered um, if you have like so, I think you know you made it when you when you get your first shitty comment, right? Like uh, you've caught somebody's attention that is outside of your bubble of people that like insulate and and love you, and so that's 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 as soon as you get that and and the thing that sucks is like you're not emotionally prepared for that first shitty comment right like you get that shitty comment and like fucks up your whole day but 
the scale. So if you have more haters, you're doing like, you know, you're, 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 you're growing. I hate to. I what, hate he, to what Nick's saying is that a lot of people don't like him. Yeah. It's the nail polish. It is the nail polish. It gets me a lot. <laughs> it is. Um, oh, shit. Um, let's see. Chris, I'll figure out your thing. I'll let you know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> what? Oh, 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 just guessing, huh? Um, I told I, I told Paige I'm just gonna start painting like my entire finger from here up black. It's just so it'll irritate more people. <laughs> just get the get the long nails. I can't. I can't. I can't. Ooh, no, no, I can't do it. On, just ooh. for a video. Just for one video, please. Oh, you want me to get like some Lee press on nails yeah, or something? Press -ons and then be like, so today, lasering this cup. Hello. I, okay, so I'm making a video right now, and and it, it's it's very thumb intensive on what I'm doing, and I've got I've got the little you know the little uh, Santas, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I really shouldn't should have put these on after this video because I I, oh, I can't wait. <sighs> ah, it's a lot of uh, very close up of my thumbs. Let's just put it that way. Nice. <laughs> All right, so we are at uh, like an hour and fifteen minutes. So um, I'm I'm gonna run through these comments real quick. If you guys want to like self promo anything you have coming up. Uh, and and give me a second to look through these. Um, and if anybody has any questions in chat, feel free to ask them. Uh, but like Chris, I'll throw it to you real quick. Like, you got anything coming up? You got any? Uh, like in terms of what's coming up, I'm just working away on some like last minute uh, Christmas gifts in the shop tonight. So like, I, I do this to myself every year. I'm like, I can make this person a gift. And then I start it, and then I'm like, this is way more complicated than I thought it was going to be, and Christmas is around the corner. So I, so that's what's – there'll be some posts probably just after Christmas of uh, the last-minute Christmas gifts, but uh, that's about it for me. Has What about you, Jesse? I am trying to figure – not figure out, finish up um, the longest project I've ever had in my shop. I would like to get it out the door. So, um, is that your kitchen? No. <laughs> okay, I lied. No, <laughs> the longest project ever that is for somebody else. Sorry, I should say that. This project will um, will round out 2022 for me. Um, but yeah, on a on a good note, um, I have. Uh, this sounds bad, but I haven't worked with a lot of hardwood. Um, I am. I'm, I know I'm working with hard maple right now and it's a dream. I think I am going to have a new issue. <laughs> so, but yeah, anyways, that, and then I'm actually not taking any big commissions um, in the foreseeable future because I want to work on my kitchen. So that's what's up for me. So I have a maker friend, uh, Lindsay. She's lindsaycreative.com, I think, or Lindsay Creative on uh, Instagram. She, she's, a, uh, she's a blacksmith, and she makes this really cool jewelry. And she stops – I think she stops taking custom orders at the beginning of November or maybe the middle of November. And then, like, 
the 15th of December, she just shuts her shop down because she doesn't want the added stress of one doing custom work during the holidays and two trying to like fill orders from the 15th to I guess the 25th. I think she shuts down till the, the end of the year, but, um, and I'm like, yes, everybody should do that. Like nobody should expect you to whip up some custom shit while you're, you know, like Christmas Eve, while you're getting ready to have dinner with your family or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I also have, I forgot, I also have uh, 17 tumblers to engrave names on, but. Ooh, fun. (laughs) You can do (laughs) it. That shouldn't take too incredibly long. It doesn't really, though. I mean, like, are they all the same tumbler? Like, are you just like. It's all the same tumbler. It's just, and it's just 17 different names. Yeah, 17 different files. Which is fine. It's fine. I mean, I can just pick whatever font I want. I'm kind of. Really? Yeah, they were like, just make them look good. I just want them personalized with each employee's name on it. So I was like, meh. Okay, fine. I'll do it. (laughs) But that's me. Well, shit, I could bang that out real fast though you know i mean that's 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 easy yeah if you know what you're doing chat damn it um anyway all right so let's see we do not have any other questions i don't think um okay so mo um uh chris and jesse both have youtube channel i'm sorry um they both have YouTube channels, but I didn't put them up because um, they don't, they're not actively posting there. So what I would suggest is just follow them on Insta. I hate and myself every time I say that. Follow them on Instagram. And if they are going to make a push for YouTube, I'm pretty sure they'll let you know. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't want my nails painted pink. Sorry. All right. So I think I, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Um, like I said, you guys, you guys kind of already uh, like put out what you're what you're working on. Um, I just put out a video on uh, doing a smoked old fashioned. You guys can go check that out on YouTube. Uh, in the next couple of days, let's see if I can point the camera at this. I'm going to do a review on that light right there because it's super cool. What is that? Well, it looks like it's burning now because it's way over, uh, uh, like overexposed. Um, it is the Govi Groove Y light, I believe, okay. um, and it's 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 these Y deals that all click together, and oh. then you can make them do all sorts of cool things. So. Um, I just, I, I like, I just put that together today and um, shot some footage of it, but that'll be coming out soon. I'm probably not doing any laser videos until after the first of the year. Um, however, everybody in chat that is, uh, that is our laser people and anybody else that cares to know, um, we're looking at some craziness coming out next year some 35 and 40 watt diode lasers which i will say real quick um i will review but i also think it's getting really dangerous for an open form laser because i have like a 45 watt 
see a two laser over there that's like completely contained in a thing. So um, I also have a I like I have a I, I have a uh, product discussion talk with one, one of these companies. And they want to know why I like CO2 over, over diode. Um, and we're going to talk about safety first. <laughs> this is what we're going to talk about. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried that people they, these are getting shipped out of people's shops. Uh, considering that, the, yes, they advise you to wear eye protection. But a lot of people don't wear eye protection when they're kind of standing adjacent to it. And um, I've definitely gotten um, like like retinal burn or eye burn or whatever they call flash it. Burn. Um, what is it? Flash burn. Flash burn from like having a laser running like in the corner and I'm doing something else over here, not wearing eye protection. And that was just like a five or 10 watt laser. So like having a 40 watt, 35 watt, that, that worries me a little bit. I think it's, I think it's dangerous. Anyway, <clears throat> we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, uh, so guys, I really appreciate, uh, first of all, let's say thank you to Jesse and Chris for, uh, showing up. And, um, I would really like to know in the comments of this video, if you guys want us to do this on a more regular basis, and if you want us to do it on a more regular basis, would you be interested in, um, like maybe doing questions ahead of time or, um, we could actually, I could pull a fourth person into this video and we could chat with them type situation. Um, we've got a lot of different ways that we can, we can do this. So, um, I would, uh, I'd be really curious on your input on this. Um, I would like to make this kind of its own thing and eventually not just be like a, a build dad build video, but be like a, I'm calling it makers therapy. I got no, like, that's the most uninventive name ever, but it works. Makers, uh, makers therapy, like a adjacent. Like I would like it to be like its own thing. And I also thought about um, doing this as a live thing because I think we should really be able to see each other. Uh, but I also thought about maybe putting it out as a podcast. So um, I'd be curious on everybody's um, everybody's input on that. And that being said, I'm going to wait a second. We got one thing. What? What? Let's say that cube before, dur during. What? Alien. I don't know what that means. Um, he's like Grinch mess and all sorts of stuff. What are you doing, dude? Um, there will still be a, uh, a Q&A tomorrow night on Build That Build. These guys won't be here. I don't think. If they want to show up, they can um, but we, uh, um, no, we'll do, we'll do laser stuff tomorrow. And I think alien also needs to like email me in private and tell me what he's talking about. Cause I don't know what he's talking about. All right, guys. Um, thanks for playing and let's, uh, let's get out of here. Right. Oh yeah. Alien. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks guys. Have Bye. a good night. Bye.